Disclaimer, this episode contains mature themes. Hello guys, it's the BL Rant Den. We are now in season one officially. This is Pebbles and I'm here with Nini. And we have stuff for you today. We have stuff for you every day. We talk a lot. We do. What we're going to talk about today. So my dudes, dudettes and in betweenettes, we have some explaining to do today. So yeah, we're going to talk a little bit with you guys about how the last season went. You know, those two episodes. <laughs> Yeah, season is kind of a, a yeah. hefty word to use for that, but basically our trial period. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what you guys can expect from this new season. We're going to also discuss the titles that you guys suggested and voted on on Instagram. Then we have some new segments called the BL News, where we will give you the tea on everything BL related. Then we have the random reading suggestion, where we will randomly suggest you some ish to read. <laughs> and let's dive right in. What happened last season? So last season, which we are calling season zero, Pebbles and I had so many ideas, so many topics to discuss. I also was interacting with my followers on Instagram about what we were going to do in the BL Rent then. And they also, you know, provided a lot of uh, insights, which were great. And we actually didn't have the opportunity to showcase them to all of you. And so we had all of these great things that we wanted to share with you guys. But our personal lives actually got a bit in the way. We had to take a moment to take care of ourselves, of our mental health. Uh, and now we are getting back to it, you know, full throttle. Because we still have those amazing things that we want to share with you. We want to engage with you. The passion is still there the willingness to do so is still there exactly a lot of people don't know but last season we had actually recorded 10 episodes instead of the two that aired and i do have to take responsibility for this i was the one who was supposed to edit them but like nini said kind of work and life got in the way and we never got around to doing more with them maybe in the future we can do a little bit of a surprise release of snippets of those old episodes. Exactly. Just for, just for you guys to see how much fun we were having recording them. Because it was, it was really cool. We really just didn't have the opportunity to edit stuff and just, you know, move forward with it. But now we're back. And now we're ready for new and exciting things. Me likey. <laughs> okay, so just because we mentioned, you know, the last season. So what happened last season? We have two episodes out. And in those episodes, uh, we know we talked a little bit about Sagold's works. If you don't know who this author is, it's the author of Your Wish Is My Command, Stranger Than Friends and uh, Make Me Bark. 
We talked a little bit about Dear Benjamin controversy. We also talked about full volume, BL Motel. And in the second episode specifically, we talked about love triangles, what we like, what we dislike, you know, some titles that we like or dislike. And in the future, I think we will be going through this topic again because it's something that keeps on giving. Authors keep doing it and doing it badly. So <laughs> it has depth as a topic and I feel like it has been implemented many different ways, but many different ways bad. So <laughs> yeah, more different ways bad than good. So. Exactly, exactly. I feel like, the, generally speaking, the, the, the triangle and some other like tropes, like the misunderstanding trope, they've been so abused. Oh that my fucking god, don't even start with a misunderstanding. <laughs> we're not going to be talking about misunderstandings today, I'm just saying that, you know. Yeah, we can't, otherwise we won't do anything else. It's... Oh, literally, this will take like episodes on end. Yeah. <laughs> It's something that it's going to be something constant that it's going to be with us throughout. Everything. Exactly. So, what can our listeners expect from this new season, Pebbles? So, from this new season, what we're hoping to do is mainly continue what we started in season zero, I guess. Continue what we started because it was really truly something that we loved we loved interacting with you guys we loved reviewing bl manga it's it's not something that is very common and we feel like it's a niche that is very interesting and we love doing it and we understand that you know it is reviews not everyone's gonna agree with them but It is something that is fun to discuss, since I feel like everyone who is here has an interest in it. And hopefully we can recommend works that are good, that are what we perceive to be good, well-made works. And we hope you enjoy it, and we hope you follow it. Yeah, we want you guys to have the best in the game. We want you guys to be updated on the news. We want you guys to interact with us. Like, do you remember the feeling of being like in a group chat about BL? That's what we want to establish here a little bit, you know? It's like just sharing your thoughts on this title, the cool things about it, the not so cool things about it. And, you know, just getting some cool recommendations from your friends. So now, moving forward, we have the news. So, Nini, inform us, make us smarter... <laughs> Make us wiser. I don't know about smarter, but let's talk about launches. What's launching this month? And in Manhua, Korean, we have the second season of Under the Green Light. If you are, you know, a fan of it, it's coming back. The author Jax announced it on Instagram. And if you want to know more about it, just go to Tapas. Don't forget that to see it 
fully, you have to go on Tapas Mature, which is on the website. Okay, so you cannot, I don't think you can see it from the app. Yeah, you add it to your library from the website mm -hmm. and then you can view it in the app. Precisely. And now, still in Manhua, Pebbles, back to you. Nini, as you said, they are indeed coming out and they're coming out fast. We have Dangerous Convenience Store, which now gets a physical copy. People can go to the store and buy it. They can also order it from Amazon. And from what I saw, the pre-orders are also still open. It's coming out in November, but you can pre-order it now. We will have all the links from the things that we mentioned in the description. And in manga, we have Old Fashioned Cupcake, Uh, which will be available on the 12th of September, the second volume. The first volume is already available on Amazon. You can purchase it there, as we said, in the description links. And in Danmei, if you're a lover of uh, Chinese novels, we have Heaven Officials Blessings Volume 7 coming out in the 12th of September. We also have The Husky and His White Cat Shizam Volume 3, 26th of September. So check those out. And in Manwa, we have the Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, which also is getting a printed version, a printed version of the graphic novel. It's the third volume. It's coming out on the 19th of September. So keep an eye out for that. And these were the BL News. For now, we'll be back! Pebbles, now let's talk about the titles that were suggested by our listeners. We are going to talk about the titles that were voted the most on Instagram and they were Shutline which is a webtoon or a manhwa, a Korean manhwa and Never Good Enough which is a manga So Shutline I have love, thoughts and prayers for this specific webtoon I think we've been following it since it was like only like seven episodes or something um and we've both been hooked ever since this is not what you go to read when you want something like super healthy they have a very or fluffy like it ain't fluffy it is it is indeed not fluffy it's uh it's raw it's raw but i think it does something that a lot of the other ones it's not exactly enemies to lovers but also it is So I don't think that it's enemies to lovers. I think like they annoy each other, but like in a sexy way, like you annoy me to the point that I wanna F you, you know? See, I, I feel like that's the case now, but I feel like when they started, like in the very beginning, it was like a very tense relationship between the two because mm -hmm. one obviously scammed the other yeah but you should not have scammed him and then it was kind of like you'll do this for me otherwise you're gonna die 
sorry, I was just blanking, thinking about how many of the stories that we read, it's like, it's precisely that concept. Like, you have faulted me in some way, and so now we're gonna have Yeah, so sometimes it's not even the you have faulted me, it's like, your dad borrowed money, so now I want to put my in your bum bum. <laughs> so shutline for anyone that doesn't know the plot starts with Shin who is a mechanic kind of a nomad kind of mechanic traveling mechanic kind of situation and basically he sees Jake who one looks dangerous and two looks rich so he decides to basically mess with his car he fixes it temporarily, but he knows for a fact that the car will need fixing. And then he gives Jake his card so he can call him back and get more money from him basically to fix his car again. Obviously, when Jake finds out, he's not very happy about being scammed. He calls Shin and they have kind of a confrontation. It depends on how you see it. Well, I wish my confrontations were like that. It's tense, but... It's not very consensual either. <laughs> well... It's a little dubious, but it's spicy. <laughs> so after their spicy confrontation... Wow! I want to go back and reread that confrontation. <laughs> Jake decides that he wants Shin to work close to him. Jake gets Shin a job as a mechanic at a repair shop. We know for a fact that Shin has something shady going on in his past, and it's partially the reason why he cannot get jobs at auto shops. And just disclaimer, we will now discuss it in a bit more detail, so spoilers ahead. Pebbles from the future will come now and tell you to which minute you should skip. See you there! 2004. So Nini, do you want to tell us a bit more in detail about the plot? Well, the plot gets so deep you can see inside Shin's ass. So, about Shutline. I really, really loved it. Like you said, we have been following this since the beginning. It's been such an interesting journey. I like that this is a story that can be mysterious and feel dangerous and, you know, a bit shady with shady characters. But they, or at least for now, the author doesn't resort to salt to put up an edge or something in the story. Because unfortunately, we see many authors doing that. Like when they want their story to be a little bit more edgy and to feel a little bit more dangerous, they go and they portray a scene of or other type of sexual assault which will probably you know just be uh, forgot about and all of that but getting back to shutline it does not do that and so i really enjoy it i really like the tension between the characters they are amazing like their dialogues are really cool the way that the art is done 
when they are looking at each other, you can, you know, feel the tension between them. The dialogue is witty. And they feel like they're kind of like in the same caliber, I want to say. Basically, a lot of the time you see... Yeah, in the same wavelength. Yeah, they, they have the same quote-unquote vibe for me because yeah. we see so many stories where one of them is like a total douche sexually assaults the other one you know yeah not a good person and here you see two characters who are very similar to each other it's not that one is angelic they're both the assholes no they're not the but i know what you mean like uh, definitely they are both people they yeah too deep people they have flaws (laughs) but what we what i mean by that and what i think you mean as well it's that yeah they have flaws they are not this perfect uh character nor this uh completely bad character you know what i mean like you don't have to have completely black or white personas and uh, characters for the readers to understand and you can have normal people with normal flaws just you know the normal flaws every other person is a gangster <laughs> <laughs> like yeah we, we we might do you know a bit uh, a, a little bit of spoilers here but i don't want to spoil a lot Mm-hmm. And so let's just say that for now, yes, being a gangster is like a small flaw. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that that I think that we both enjoy it's that when Sheen enters into this relationship or situationship with Jake, he knows what he can expect from this type of person or at least he thinks he does because he doesn't quite know who Jake is or what he does he knows that he's a shady guy doing shady business and he knows that he's trouble and he knows that he will be involved in it if he uh, takes you know if he spends too much time with him and he wants him all up in his shady business oh yeah oh yeah so Shin was tempted, and for good reason. Like, I I love how sexy and tense the... Um, not exactly tense. Tense is their whole relationship in the start. After that, it's like, it's sexual tension. Like, they're mm-hmm. bubbling inside. They are... They're thirsty <laughs> for each other. Yeah, they're, they're thirsting for each other, yeah. They want each other so much, but they are constantly holding back. And they keep giving, you know, some quirky comebacks and some witty comebacks to each other. Just, you know, poking fun of each other. But when they get going, oh my god, they get going. They have a very push and pull dynamic. That's how I would... No, and it's not one-sided push and pull. I feel like it's yeah. push and pull is their dynamic towards each other, and they do it to one another. So Nini, where can they read it? Shutline is available on Lesin. Don't forget that if it's 
the mature version that you want, there's a separate app for that. You can download it, I think, through the website, but it might be through the normal app. So check that out. CTK, we have read others of their works. They have a very particular art style, I would think. And they also have a very particular way they build their characters. Mm -hmm. I think they add a depth to the characters, which a lot of BL authors miss. Um, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, me too. So the synopsis is... Lewis and Nick break up. Specifically, Nick breaks up with Lewis. And Lewis, he's a professor, and he meets Theo, who is Nick's brother. In the beginning, they have a very tense relationship. They do not like each other. Theo seems to have a bit of an obsession with Nick, mm -hmm. his brother, and then we see how their relationship progresses from there. Now, spoiler alert, we're gonna talk about it a bit more in depth, so be aware. So here it comes, Pebbles from the Future! See you in a bit. 2821. Louis is a professor, a college professor, and he, he thought that he had a good relationship with Nick, but suddenly, out of nowhere, when they're on vacation, Nick decides that he wants to break up. After that, Nix's brother, Theo, goes and finds Louis because he wants more information on Nick. We start to see that Theo is a little bit obsessed with Nick, like this brotherly obsession that they have. And he tries to take information from Louis because he knew that they have been, you know, together for quite some time. And so they don't exactly hit it off. They have this strange relationship. Theo is a little bit, you know, younger as well. And so they have this back and forth that is quite funny. Louis was a bit awkward and didn't feel very good talking to Theo because he was obviously suffering from the breakup with Nick. Theo just pries into their relationship more and more because of his obsession. And then Theo starts hanging out with Louis a lot more and their relationship starts to develop to other things. But we also find out that Nick's marriage is a political marriage that his father forced. Yeah. And Theo, who really liked his brother, he was trying to prevent that his brother would be, you know, in such a sad situation. Like, you have to marry not for love, not because you want to, but because it's an obligation, you know, because you were forced by your family somehow. Uh, but the thing is, and <laughs> this is something that happens in a lot of stories and I don't like, like, Nick could have just told Louis about it, but he decided not to. He just decided to, like, take the high road, I guess. It was how he saw yeah. that. Like, he was too proud to confess to Louis how he felt and what was going on. 
And also at the same time, he was like a little bit of taking advantage because he was like, I'm gonna take my time breaking up with him because I want to spend the most time with him that I can. He was using him, yeah. Yeah. But like, Nick liked Louis, but you don't do that to someone you really like. Exactly. So, yeah, that's not how we should go about it. Some people may argue like, oh, but he was doing that because he didn't have an, any other option. No, he f it. He f it. He could have just talked to Louis. They could try and solve it together. But he decided to be a proud mother and just to keep it all to himself. And then just break off with uh, Louis out of nowhere. Like, can you imagine? You have this great relationship. You think that you have a partner for life at your side and suddenly <laughs> on vacation, on mother vacation, they go and they say, oh, when we get back, like, it's off, bye. He could have like all the motives and justifications in the world. That's a shitty thing to do anyway. And unfortunately, we do know that in real life, there are people who do this. Yeah. And they have different justifications and excuses for it. When the other person cheated, like, F I don't care, you do you, boo. Go on that vacation and ruin them. <laughs> But <laughs> other than that, I don't think that you should do that. Like, it's awful. Yeah, and I feel like out of the three of them, Nick has the least amount of character development. I feel like mm -hmm. both the main characters, Louis and Theo, both have like a lot of growth within like the in between them relationship, but as people as well. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like Nick has the least one. He always looks for ways to be to seem like the better person because. He always makes it about mm -hmm. himself, and he, he also seems a bit narcissistic Yeah. Uh, in the way like, why are you so obsessed with me? To someone that he didn't even give any closure to, right? Right, and that's the thing that Louis struggles with. Like, he didn't have closure. He didn't have any explanation. He did not understand what was going on, and uh, that sucks. Exactly. <laughs> That fucking sucks. And so when uh, Louis is starting, you know, to move on with his life and he he has to put up with Nick's brother, Theo, who is like a pest and he doesn't leave his, uh, his side, you know, just reminding him over and over again of Nick. But at the same time, like you said, we start to see these two people going on with their lives and becoming more, becoming something better and then, yeah, developing a relationship and being together apart from Nick and all of the things that happened with him. So I'd say that maybe this story might qualify a little bit as a love triangle, not for long, but there are, you know, some places that maybe Lewis's feelings were unknown. People didn't know quite well what was going on. But maybe maybe that's not right. Uh, Lewis was actually always very frank and very honest about what he was feeling, right? Mm -hmm. I, I 
I wouldn't specifically consider it a love triangle. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. So one of the things that I love about this story, apart from the art style, which is amazing, the author has an amazing art style. I love it. They made Lewis's character to be this very honest person. He's honest with himself and with others around him. And he's just very down to earth and he's still funny. Uh, he's still got so much life within him. And I really love how this author portrays older characters, you know? Yeah. Like we are used to read, we are so used to read BLs about high schoolers, college students, people in their 20s, you know? Mm -hmm. But we here have characters that are older, that have different expectations from relationships and life in general. And I really love how this author does this. It's, it's quite interesting and very awesome. Definitely. So now it's time for a random reading suggestion. So my random reading suggestion of the week is Love Nest. I absolutely love it. I think people will love it. Just two people growing to love each other and live together. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't think I need to say more. It's very cute, very wholesome, has consent, which we love around here. Exactly. And I highly recommend, if I'm not mistaken, it has more than one volume, so you can look it up. It's available on Amazon. I hope you check it out. So, my random reading suggestion for this week in manga is Star Collector. There are two volumes out in English. You can find them on Amazon as well. Like Pebble said, we will leave the links below. And Star Collector is such an amazing fluffy story. It's very cute. It's uh, two young men going, you know, about their lives, falling in love and looking at the stars. A very healthy, cutesy story with some very interesting and serious moments of clarity and real talks about, you know, sexual orientation with parents and all of that. So yeah, it's cool and I think you guys should check it out. Also, I have another random reading suggestion, but this time it's in Manhua. Chinese manhua and it's the story of a 30-year-old gay bachelor and it's on web novels. Go check it out. It's like the title says. It's the story of a 30-year-old gay bachelor. It's so so funny. It has two couples and they are both great. So make sure to check it out. So this has been the VL Rent Den for today. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. You can find everything in the description. See you in the next one. Bye, Zs. Bye.